Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're tuned into It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. The top podcast covering the defending AFC champion Cincinnati Bengals. Hosted by Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata at Odyssey Sports Podcast. All right, we are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. I'm Lindsey Patterson with Mike Santagata. Mike, how you doing? Terrible. I mean, what do you even say after that? Really frustrating. This is this is a disaster that everybody was just kind of pretending couldn't happen with the regression and everything like that. Like, nah, this team's not going to regress. They're young. The offensive line got better. The blah, blah, blah. And then the regression hits. There's no deep balls. There's uh, there's no excitement in this offense, to be honest. The only explosive plays they generate are from penalties, and that's sad. Let's stay with the offense right now, because I think if you were to peek at Bengals social media, everybody would like the head coach fired at this moment. Look, that's <laughs> not going to happen. He just took this team to the Super Bowl. I know, obviously, they had the talent around him, Joe Burrow, this defense, the weapons, but if you do take a step back right now, you talk about, you know, their longest play today was 19 yards. When you have that many weapons, there's a lot of questions that need to be answered. When T Higgins and Tyler Boyd aren't targeted until the second half, there's a reason why you have those playmakers. I mean, you look around the NFL, people would love to have T Higgins as their number one wide receiver option. And it's just mind blowing because I honestly felt like this team offensively played scared most of the game. I mean, yes. you could go you could go into when Zach punted instead of kicking the field goal in the second quarter, which was a head scratcher, um, late in the game when you you want Joe Burrow to lead your team down the field in overtime. I'm not talking about the 19 play one, which was amazing. That was vintage Joe Burrow. But you just look like mm, we don't want to mess up. We're going to play to not win this game. And that's what it really felt like. That now I want to hang on that for a minute because I have do, do have thoughts on that last part. That drive felt like Taylor was calling plays like he had Trubisky back there. It felt like he didn't trust any the offense to do anything. They let the clock run down on set. They I need to check this, but in my mind, they either threw it short or ran the ball on second down, or and then they just let the clock wind down before third down. Like it, it they let it go down. There's no two-minute drill anymore. They got down to like a one-minute drill. And even if they pick up that first down, they're still, I believe, inside the 20, most likely, if they get it like at the sticks. So you're probably not scoring there. You're just picking up the first down and playing for overtime. Maybe you can generate an explosive play. Haven't done it all year (laughs) uh, to Jamar Chase or somebody and uh, get a field goal. But they, it felt like they played for overtime. Like they just wanted to kick that ball back with no time left for Cooper Rush, which that's playing scared. You should not be scared of Cooper Rush, even though hindsight 2020, you still lose to him. You should. It's just 
that that three play sequence just felt so sad. Like it, it felt like you didn't have Burrow and Chase and Mixon and Higgins, Boyd, all these guys. You didn't have an explosive offense. That felt like they were playing as if they had a terrible offense. They were hoping to get to overtime and then win a field possession battle to win the game. Like it didn't feel like they went out there. It really didn't feel like the coach had his faith in him. Like you would think Lafleur would call plays for Rodgers. Like you would think Arians or Leftwich is calling plays for Brady. Like all these elite quarterbacks that step on the field and even Mahomes and and Reed. Could you imagine? Like they don't try to go for a touchdown. They go for the punt. They try to just pick up one first down. Like they'd be getting laughed out of the laughed out of the stadium. It's just when you have a quarterback like Burrow, you need to play as if you're going to win this game and not play for the tie and hope you don't give the other team too much time. Yeah. I mean, you look at how many times just they went down there, settled for field goal or mm, they're really relaxed. They run the ball three straight times and it wasn't working. And you have all of these wide receivers. If you're not taking a deep shot down the field, I'm just, I don't understand what's going through your mind. I know that a lot of people would say Joe didn't have enough time or the offensive line. You know, all of that is wrong. All of it, all of it's bad. The offensive line is bad. Joe Burrow is, I mean, I'm going to say it. He's not bad. playing good. He's not playing good. He's not a good quarterback right now. And that Legitimate, is, yeah, legitimately, he's he's been a bad quarterback the past two games. And I mean, I just feel like that's fair to say because I think a lot of people watching the game, obviously it's in the national window, and they're like, oh, there's Joe Burrow getting sacked again. It's okay to admit two weeks in a row, Joe doesn't look like Joe Burrow. He looks like he's seeing ghosts at times. I mean, you could say that from last week when he throws the pick six to Minka, but I know you have Micah Parsons out there. At the same time, he just, he looked like he was either running for his life because of, you know, miscommunication on the offensive line or Joe was holding on to the ball too long. And that's, there's one thing to lose games um, because obviously this team wasn't going to go undefeated this year and, and nobody knows if they were going to, you know, struggle after the Super Bowl, what they would look like. But it, it, it's another thing when your offense doesn't look like it's going to be okay. They've got a few weeks to figure it out, but yeah, the all the hype about, oh, well, if they got two safeties high, we could run Mixon, and if they try to play man, good luck. Good luck to the offense doing anything right now. I mean, just, it's been, it's been terrible. Even when it's good, it's long drives, no big plays. That's hard to sustain, to play, to try to do 10, 12 plus play drives every time you get the ball without great field possession, position. Sorry. Uh, that's just tough. That's tough to do. That's that's playing offense like we saw them play in 2019. And then when the offense was good last year, it was generating explosive plays. It was still being able to get to those long drive touchdowns, field goals, whatever, long drive successful uh, sessions. But it wasn't constant they would find the ways to generate an explosive play to jamar chase to generate explosive plays to t higgins to generate explosive plays to anybody the i want to double check but i think the longest play of the season is that run from mixon i'm not 100 sure but that long fourth and one run i don't know if you remember anything that was longer 
Uh, honestly, there hasn't been a play where I'm like, this team has been explosive down the field. I mean, you go back to week one against the Minnesota Vikings in 2021, the play to Jamar Chase, the Steelers game when they played him early last year, all of these explosive plays, and it's just not there at all. And I, I don't understand that. And do you, when when you think about this, and obviously we'll get a little more in depth into the offensive line, this offense and Joe Burrow coming up next, but with if you're Zach Taylor – what can Zach Taylor fix right now? Well, it really felt like he came out against what everybody was saying and the run pass splits under center. And they did change that. Like they were throwing the ball under center, which that's nice. Uh, I appreciate that. But when you look at like the stats from the game, Joe Burrow, 199 passing yards, one touchdown, no interceptions, which is fine. But honestly, I'd rather this guy take chances and throw down the field and try to hit some of his wide receivers and make a play, especially when you're only settling for field goals early. Instead of 19 plays, taking eight minutes off the clock, ends up screwing you in the end because Dallas can drive down the field and they kick the walk-off field goal. So at the same time, I just the- – Oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I just – I did find the longest play that they have had through the air this season is 24 yards against the Steelers. I think that was the play action to chase. Today, it was 19 yards. They didn't have a single pass that went over 20 yards. That's that's a problem. And you – it doesn't get easier. I mean, if you were to look at these first four games, you – you, I mean, it's crazy even to think like optimism on the outlook of where they're at, but then you look at their division and they're 0 and 2, and everyone else is 1 and 1, which is just, it's, it's, it, you know what? I'm going to say this right now AFC North might not be that great. <sighs> I mean, the Dolphins looked awesome, and then or the, the Ravens looked awesome, but then they let it up in the second half. I don't know. I haven't watched that game, but looking back, it's just, how you blow a lead that big? The Browns lost to the Jets. That's what my fear for next week is. Joe that the Flacco Jets won a game. Joe Flacco, yeah. I don't I know. Mean, but here, I say Joe Flacco. I should say Cooper Rush. Mitch Cooper Trubisky. Rush, Mitch Trubisky. They're all the same level of quarterback. It's not like we're going from Dak Prescott and uh, I don't even know the Steelers. If I, 2000. 12 Ben Roethlisberger like this these are two bad quarterbacks they just lost to so to say Joe Flacco it's like yeah can the Bengals move the ball against the Jets defense I mean they've got some pass rushers they've got a secondary that on paper doesn't look terrible so can they move the ball because this offense has been bad not even below average I was trying to say below average but I think bad is the right word it's just Nothing's explosive. They can barely generate drives. I thought the second half of the Steelers game, they looked fine. And I was thinking, like, this is what they'll look like against a good defense. Then they play the Cowboys, which is probably – it's a good defense. But they looked worse than that second half, even in the second half when they're moving the ball, other than that one drive. So they keep pointing back to, like, flashes, a drive here, uh, a half here. Not exciting. That's not – preferred that if this team's going to win games they have to add they have to average more than 20 points a game i'm not sure what they're at right now but i think it would be even below 20 points per game because they scored 17 today and they scored 20 on last week so yeah they're 18 and a half points per game that people were talking about 30 points per game we can't we can't even get to 20 right now i'm sure it'll get there i think everything will get better on the offensive side but you're blowing the games to the teams that you should beat 
These you you drop two games now to teams you should beat. We looked back last year, and the Bengals almost missed the playoffs at one point. They had to beat the Chiefs just to win the AFC North, or else they'd have a do or die game against the Browns. And they dropped games to the Bears and to the Jets. Well, they've already dropped their Bears and Jets games this season. <laughs> yeah, and and you have to make up for it at some point. I, I don't think you can look into any game right now and say Cincinnati's a favorite. Cincinnati should win because everybody has made them a favorite in two weeks. I mean, you look at all the pregame shows in Vegas, you know, take the Bengals, take the points, do all this. Um, it's a clean sweep. They're going to beat the Cowboys if you lose the Cooper Rush. But here's the thing. We, we talk about this a lot, this team with backup quarterbacks, and it's something that they really struggle with. But I just think that this is more of an overall problem, and that's why it's concerning when you drop 0-2 because I don't know – how they're going to fix it and if it gets fixed because it's going to get late and I know it's early, but the AFC, as we've talked about before is pretty loaded. I think you can look overall after I wouldn't say two weeks for the bills because they play Monday night football, but we saw what the bills can do against the Rams. We saw them in week one, Kansas city. It was sloppy, but Hey, they still got the win out against the chargers. Those are the two top teams in the AFC. And I honestly don't know how close it is to those two teams. You could say the Dolphins, but I'm still not buying Miami and maybe that'll come back and bite me. But um, I, I think there's two teams at the very top and I don't think Cincinnati's anywhere close to that right now. Oh, right now, not absolutely not. I'm trying to hope that the Bengals can just get close enough that they're within uh, AFC North striking distance soon. The nice thing about losing this game is just, you know, you, you didn't drop a conference or division game. They already did that. Um, which they should have won that game. But look, 9% of teams that start 0-2 make the playoffs, and it's already an uphill battle for the Bengals. They drop to 0-3, and it becomes pretty very, very rare to make the playoffs after 0-3. And I especially think like these they're not dropping. It's not like they played Bills Chiefs weeks one and two. <laughs> they played Steelers, which are probably going to be a four or five win team. Maybe more. Their defense is good. Maybe when TJ Watt comes back, maybe you win eight, nine games. I don't know. I'm not going to doubt Tom when I should have said four or five. I know. That's what it feels Every time like I right doubt now. him. Every time I doubt him, he comes back and, and finds a way to win. Look, watch this. Um, ooh, I feel terrible to say this, but watch the Steelers come back and win the AFC North. And then all the other teams would be like, what in the world The happened? AFC North leading Pittsburgh Steelers. They are currently number one. I mean, it can happen. I'm not counting anything out right now, the way that every team has looked so far. But uh, there's plenty to get to Joe Burrow, the defense, kind of looking ahead, and then just an overall outlook of the AFC North. We'll get to that next on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati.